0: This week on your Old School RuneScape Update, we discuss our grinds, both long and short. Agility continues, but it could also continue in the wilderness. We discuss wilderness poles, including agility, the fountain of rune, and the impact on the economy. Also, Defender of Iraq artwork and RuneFest backings. This is the Old School RuneScape Update, episode 17, recorded Sunday, March 3rd, 2024, Laughing the Wilderness. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Old School RuneScape Update. Sirian and myself are... For- sitting in this week we've uh well you've had an eventful week in in old school
1: i always have eventful weeks in old school
0: yeah i and see that's the thing i'm starting to see here i'm starting to i have s- no life yeah no that's that's about right i wasn't gonna say that i was gonna say that you tend to break up your grinds into shorter periods where i just tend to in effect sit into these long ruts of doing a single thing but we'll we'll get to that in of course just a moment uh welcome back to the podcast everybody if you're joining us for the first time i've been playing old school runescape for about a year and a half at this point and runescape in general since 2004 syrian is on a similar uh time time span for both and we talk about what we've been up to in old school runescape each and every week the updates of the week and anything else interesting that brings that that arise from castle jagex but mm-hmm. if, you, if you want to follow along full show notes can be found at update.show slash os i am shane 12088 in game and we also do have a friend's chat as well which is uh bits Bytes. sirion is in there too um i always i always say that he has the most wonderful name because there's no numbers in it yeah which exactly. which somebody else has shane but that's a topic that's a topic uh for another day so let's just uh let's just dive in right now let's just dive dive in right now to to what we've been doing here um i i feel like you should start this week cuz you had the most the most interesting week with you know updates and what you've been doing i've been
1: doing all kinds of stuff it's i <laughs> Busy, 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 busy. Uh, no, I've been I've been doing a bunch of grinds, really. Um, you know, my the 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 sort of the long term goal I've set for myself is um is the levels for Song of the Elves. So that's yeah, that's what I've been working that's on. A, basically, that's a that's
0: a that's a good benchmark benchmark to set and. I think we, I also mentioned it, that in doing that, you get most of what you need as well for Well Gothic Sleeps too, which, you know, is on the way and we kind of want to be ready for on launch week.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh And yeah, so um, I got, um, did I get Herbler? Yeah, I've got Herbler out of the way. Um,
2: that
1: so that's level nice 70. Level seventy herblore, yeah, and I'd, and I'd uh, like that... to.
0: And the thing that always stands out to me about that is that's two levels away from anti dragon fire. Yeah, that's seventy two, mm. and that, that that to me has always been the point at which Herblor takes off, and you know, really becomes something that's useful uh, if you want to make mm. the potions yourself. But you know, you look at the prices, and there's only a few potions that you can you know make for a net profit, but. Um, did you did you enjoy the run at least two seventy? I didn't mind. It's fairly quick. Um,
1: yeah, if you get the right potions, right. I made mostly super tech, super strengths, uh, and what I did because I don't need a ton of those potions, right? Like I need some, but not oh, a you're ton. making pier
0: sets. Well, yeah. We used to yeah. call those pier sets back in the day. <laughs> yeah, because no. the pure sets only for made, super I, defense. I, <laughs>
1: I only made super defense <laughs> and super strength. Um, and um, basically what I did is I used the Amulet of Chemistry, which gives you a chance for four-dose potions. And I ended up selling all my three-dose potions and leaving myself only with a few
0: four-dose potions. Okay, that's and, good. So. And and I was mistaken. Uh, I, I, I've re- 72 yeah. is ranged potion. 69 is anti-fire.
1: Yes, exactly. So ranged potions will be a big deal as well, of course, especially with... Um, The prospect of fight caves (laughs) Um, so yeah no that's been that Uh, prayer same thing I had that banked for a while it's a bible you just need to go sit down and do it I did dragon bones so it took me quite it took me well over an hour to go and do it in my own home Uh, but you know 70 prayer we talked about this right like I was like should I do it should I spend my money on prayer right now I don't we, we don't have piety yet so there's no. no reason to get it now, but at the same time, you you need seventy Prey eventually.
0: Yeah, you and and, eventually. and see that's the thing you have the money to do it now. You know why not? Because the the way I always look at these sorts of things, it's it's very much you know a a, a very you know surgical investment stance. In that you know if you just have you know a stack of money sitting under your bed, what good is that doing unless you're Either investing it to make more money, or using it to further something else, which you know is also mm-hmm. an investment. So you're investing in you're investing in levels at that point.
1: Yeah, and it 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 also like like prayer is an interesting one because. Um... Look, sure, like I don't maybe have immediate use of the prayers as I unlock at level 70 prayer, but no. every level of prayer means you go into any combat fight yeah, with more prayer st- points stay to for go, longer. and yeah. you can stay a little bit longer. Your prayer potions last you a little bit longer, and they're not cheap, right? Prayer potions aren't cheap, so I, I feel it's a worthwhile investment even right now.
0: Um, yeah, I 100% even though it get means- that yeah exactly and, so that's what i got and and the interesting thing I think when you when you mention that is that a lot of the and you can tell me if this has changed at all, and you know if there's anything market wise that you don't want to talk about, that's fine, but I think one of the things that uh we've been very clear on here with the show is that most of the money making that happens on on our end and especially uh, my end comes from the herb farming. I'd imagine that's that's where you got yours too.
1: Yep, no, exactly. I I, I tend to do four to five herb runs a day, so that's uh like it's a single close to run a mil. for me is a, it's close to a mil per day, exactly yeah. uh, in profit. Um, so you know that racks up fairly quickly. Um, so, and that's that's what I'm trying to do, right? Like, there's a like besides these buyables, I've been spending a whole bunch of time on uh running laps on rooftops, <laughs> doing agility um and,
0: which and see, i got full thing. graceful
1: now yeah I, I got full graceful now, so that's that's it's a slow money maker, but it's a money maker so um which is funny uh, but also shooting stars uh i'm i've gotten very good at how do we how very... do we
0: find shooting stars in o s here
1: Oh, I just use one of the online trackers, which okay. basically gives me a list of all stars, and I just yeah. Now that it is no longer competitive, I think that's the best way of doing it. Um, I just find one with the highest level that I can still mine. I go there, I mine, um, and typically I can stay there for
0: close to half an hour on a single world. Um, and and you know when you when you put it that way, that's basically the old school AFK training method.
1: It is like it's so AFK. You can literally play a different game while you're doing it because you click, and that's it, right? Like uh, you, you just turn your logout timer to up to the max, and you sit there, and every seven minutes you click once. It's I don't know. It's
0: it doesn't so feel weird. right but you know it it's obviously designed to to kind of lean into that and I think one yeah. of the other things you know that that I thought of in that that would make its way into mining at some point and and it probably will going forward is you know like where does blast mine come into this right
1: Yeah so a blast mine is is apparently pretty good XP rates like from seventy onward, I think, um and then there's, of course a bottle of mine, yeah I think if you want the absolute maximum xP rate, you need to do some tick manipulation at granite, but I can't be bought
0: no that. no, and and you know we need to be a hundred percent clear, and this is one thing that I've always prided myself on, um you know, both with r s and and the old school show, is that you you know you can say you're gonna do tick manipulation and you're gonna you know go for the best x p that you could possibly get when you do something, right? But I also think there is just something to be said for playing the game from a casual sense to the point that you're not doing that tick manipulation. Granted, yes, we're probably missing out on a a huge chunk of XP, but I don't necessarily know that I want to click the mouse and do all the other actions that lead to that you know uh you know one ticking or three ticking or whatever it might be for the tick manipulation no i, I mean to me the
1: thing is is there's going to be content in a game where you need to be continuously clicking anyway right like yes um thieving or agility or you know certain combat or certain skills you don't really get around being continuously active so for those skills where you can take a little bit of a laid back stance and you can afk a bit why not take that option especially if if you play cash, like sure if you're in the mood to play some you know high octane full-on um rs then by all means go and do that tick manipulation but i don't mind if it takes a little bit longer if it means i can do something else to decide right
0: and you know I, i forget where I was having this discussion, whether it was a friend's chat or the other show, I said that if I really, you know, wanted to play something that was high high energy, high APM, it wouldn't be, you know, any variation of RS. i S. I'd just go back to League of Legends for that, right?
1: <laughs> so yeah. I mean I I I I wanted to get uh uh easy Western Provinces diary and needed to do chompy kills and that's you need to be pretty on for that all the time and I did that for a while and
0: I'm shaking yeah. my head
1: right now because that does not sound
0: fun. Uh, no,
1: it's not. It's not fun. Uh, but it needs to be. Uh, it needs to happen. Um, and
0: uh, do you want to yeah. share with the listeners what that other game
2: was? Uh, oh, right. It was. It
1: was Old School RuneScape. You might have heard of it. <laughs> 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 um no, I've I've said since Leagues I wanted to play an uh, Iron Man, so I dusted off an account that I already used in RS3 to try out Iron Man, uh went to Tutorial Island and started doing some of the free to play quests. I'm not playing like huge or a big deal with it, but you know, it, it's 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 kinda of fun just going through it. It feels very different from leagues both because it's much slower. Yep. Uh, but also it's no member so you lose out on a lot of early money makers right like if i needed gp in leagues i went pickpocketing and i was done within no time and gp is actually kind of hard to come by uh in free to play as an iron man because you can't really i'd
0: i'd i'd wager you'd be down to collecting and shop selling at the very beginning
1: yep yeah no exactly uh so uh, like even a quest reward of 700 gp from prince ali rescue (laughs) was like great i could use this Um, Oh boy i think i I yeah no i got rid of those
0: coins when i did that on on main here yeah
1: yeah so no i've been i've been killing a whole bunch of chickens on that account
0: um which is of course um, where you start right
1: which is where you start. Yeah, it doesn't really get much better than that in free to play. And I'll see. I'll see if I ever give it members uh, and if I ended up playing it a lot. Um, but I do. I do find it has a similar appeal to me as the League's account, right? Like you, Prince Ali Rescue is less of a go to the GE buy these items and then talk to a few people. It's really. And 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 I I was lucky enough that I did the speed running a few weeks ago, right? So right. I knew. So that gives you a bit sort of, of an idea
0: I, of how you can kind of lean into that a bit.
1: Yeah, and get those items. So no, that's been fun. My goal in that account is basically uh, finish all the free to play quests without losing hardcore status. Oh God, you um, went hardcore! Yeah, I mean, there's no reason not to, right? Because if you die as a hardcore Iron Man, it just gets downgraded. Yeah, it gets Ironman. downgraded to normal. Uh, yeah. Like it used to be that you, your account became inaccessible, but that's no longer the case. So, yeah, that
0: doesn't feel right, does it?
1: No, it doesn't. So it just gets downgraded. So I was like, you know well, what? I might as well. I might as well give it the hardcore status you know and see the how more, long I can the,
2: last. The most important question is?
0: No. Is it a one defense peer?
1: No, it's not. It's not a pure or anything. I don't. I no. I. It's an Iron Man, and that's to me is a restriction enough on the account.
0: Yeah, that's fair Uh, enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a restriction
1: enough on the account. I really miss like. I would love to be able to do Waterfall Crest and like bump up my my um, combat levels like mad all of a sudden, right? But no, I'm doing it the hard way. Um, It's fun. It's not. It's not taking over my main time yet, and it won't for a while but it's it's a nice thing to do while doing agility or shooting stars or something like that
0: yeah and and you know it's all about those dopamine hits along the way so uh th- yeah. that's that's interesting you went there um any any other uh interesting stories from the week?
1: Other interesting stories? No, not really. I mean, I got myself the Celestial Ring from Shooting Stars. I got myself the Graceful Outfit from Agility. So it's nice to tick off those boxes. Like, they've been in my mind for a while. Um, And I, I really like that a lot of the skills in old school actually have sort of rewards that fit with the skill, right? Like, most skills that have now new activities that they got in, like, the last five to maybe ten years... You know, um they the, they actually have like scaling outfits, right? And get. and and they're and they're
0: well designed too. With that, it's not you know just you know a, a base XP boost like the like the one from. Temple oh no, 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 they they,
1: they are basic XP boosts right? But there's something, low. but
0: there's something else to it as well. No. No. Okay. So not they're not that, all like graceful.
1: No, they're not. That no no they don't go that far but you know they they still exist and they do things and yeah no i yeah and and, and i like that because it gives me like a milestone right like that's what i did with the model out of mine like oh i got my first piece of prospector that sounds like a good point to stop for now right like mm-hmm. put a pin in it like go do something else and and i i like jumping back and forth and basically each day is a new day and each day i make my own goals and sure i keep track of what i want to achieve but you know, there's always multiple things I'm working on,
0: and then there, the and time. and it's a whole spectrum too. From you know, whether it be something simple or whether it be something a little bit more involved. And like I mentioned at the top of the segment, you seem to have a very, um, a very varied selection yeah. here. Whereas I've just, I mean,
1: I had to, for Western provinces, I had to do pest control of all things. Right, I did two games of pest control.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, fair enough. That's quick enough. Yeah. Good combat for if you, you know, take it to 100 plus points before you turn in, sure. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Okay. I have
1: seven points now. I <laughs> it's not much, but yeah, no, exactly.
0: exactly. Well, I, I can't be as interesting as this, unfortunately, because like I've been alluding to, I kind of lean into one or two things and do, you know, maybe an hour and a bit of agility a day and two to three herb runs a day and and, and call it at that point for what I've been doing. And I have got myself up to level 59 agility with that. I know I made some uh, off the cuff comments a number of weeks ago on the podcast about it maybe being an untrimmed 99. I don't think I want to go that way right now, but um, it it was something that was just said in jest. So let's not put the cart before the horse on that. But, you know, much like you, um, I'm, getting very close to uh having uh the the fourth graceful set uh items so there's just going to be uh two more after that so that's good and you know still running at falador rooftop and whatnot and i i think when it comes down to agility i'm pleased with how this is actually uh shaken out because i don't know about you but I feel like with agility, I'm actually able to get into a rhythm with it, and it's not actually that bad. Yeah, no. Whereas if, if I, you if compare it to something like thieving or chompy birds, then you have to really turn yourself on for that.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Like, we were just chatting the other day, and I was doing some laps, and I look back because, like, it keeps track of how many laps you do in a single session. I was like, oh, I did another 40 laps, right? that's Another five percent of the way to level seventy agility. So no, it's 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 true. Uh, I don't like the Sis Village one much because I run out of Ren energy if I go full on at it without breaks. But I'm typically inefficient enough that the Ven energy restores fast. Enough.
0: Right, and then you're heading to the point where Prif, once you're you know beyond seventy, that's why you. That's why you want PRIF, to reduce the distances. Yeah, of I think so,
1: I don't know if PRIF is seventy or seventy five. Let me double check that. Um, let me double check that. But something yeah, around uh, that.
0: Um, and you know we had the seventy five. Yeah, yeah, we had the, we have we had trickster in leagues, so you know running <laughs> agility laps wasn't really a thing for us. So I I, I did have the ability to experience that. Uh Priv Agility course and I'm I'm glad that that I I had most of the support skills handled there and that has definitely been a piece of culture shock uh coming back yeah. to the main game.
1: Yeah, I haven't decided that. yet whether for the range from seventy to seventy five I'm gonna keep doing Sizz, Village or I'm gonna switch to Polly. Um I think the XP rates might not be that big of a difference, but uh you get more graceful tokens.
0: Um, yeah. That's you know, strange. there is somewhere else we could go for agility.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm, 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 I'm putting a bookmark in of where we want to go with that. But um, I want to catch the listeners up on uh, where we've been with quests. Of course, uh, we talked about Defender of Rock last week on the podcast, but we did have time in the intervening week to uh, squeeze two quests in. Zogar mm-hmm. Flesh Eaters was up first.
1: Yeah, I I mean I did Soga Flesh Eaters on Leagues. Uh it to me it's fine. Yeah, it, it's okay. I think it is like I think I've used the word to, the same word to describe different quests before, but inoffensive is the best word I can find to describe quests like these.
0: Yeah, and, and the and the important thing I think the reason we mentioned that is because it feels like it's sometimes a fifty fifty shot if a if a quest really hasn't aged that well, right? Whereas Ogre Flesh Eaters, I mean, on its own, I don't necessarily know um, where it sits in the grand scheme of things. I feel like it's kind of off on its own little, on its own little island in terms of things that it leads to and things um, that lead to it. And it it was one of those kind of classic experiences uh, for me because I had no memory of doing this quest because I would have done this on on you know uh, launch week when this came out in 2005 but it wasn't until it wasn't until the charcoal picture that i remembered mm. it because i am fairly certain that the first time i did the quest i had to repeat it a, a number of times but i lucked out and rng and rng smiled upon me and i got the picture just right on the first go here uh
1: yeah i got it on the first or second like can- Really quickly, yeah.
0: Yeah. And, you know, when it comes to RNG like that, I think that having those kind of RNG checks like that that are in there for something as mundane as a picture, that's probably not good to have, but it wasn't too painful, so I'm not going to complain about it uh, Mm -hmm. that much along the way. But uh, Zogar Flesh Eaters, yes, good. Ticked off the list. But we also did Tourist Trap, because that is a Desert Treasure requirement and of course people know that tourist trap also unlocks darts and i was surprised and i think you were too at how well this one had aged because this quest was from 2003 a classic uh, yeah quest. this
2: is
1: the classic one yeah <laughs> no exactly it's it, i'm impressed I mean,
0: yeah like like the whole bucket mechanics and or the barrel mechanics and whatnot putting the girl in the barrel considering that, you know, somebody would have done this back in Classic with 2D sprites and you would have had to do the whole cart thing back and forth and, you know, different areas around sneaking around the bar window and whatnot, squeezing through that. And obviously and and I think this is I think this is the way it went. I think everything that was in classic had to be rewritten for RS2 and there was no porting Mm -hmm. to RS2 from classics. So in theory, the script on this, you know, comes back to sometime 2003, sometimes 2004 when RS2 was being developed, but still it's, you know, and I, I, I know people don't like when I talk about 20 years ago, but this was 20 years ago. Mm hmm. And that is a huge accomplishment when it comes for video games in general. I think just the fact that, you, that something from that long ago can exist without too much jank and is actually kind of useful in the XP rewards that it gives. And that uh, we got about uh, we got about uh, eight thousand ish, uh, ninety two hundred ish, uh, thieving XP in my case. That's the one you went with too, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because the choices. is yep. are- being agility, fletching, smithing, or thieving. And two of those are easy to do. One of those is not tedious and one of those is tedious, that being thieving.
1: So Yeah. No, thieving is the one we're most scared for when it comes to our graphic sleep. So Yeah, I,
0: I think I'll I think I'm gonna uh trial a plan for that this week and see if I can uh make that uh, as as uh, as pain free as possible for that. But mm-hmm. There's your quest update for the week, and I, and I did put a bookmark in something called Agility in the Wilderness because that's the most recent poll that's up in-game. Um, mm-hmm. I, I voted I voted yes for this, uh, 100%, up and down uh, for uh, pretty much everything in this poll. But I know we each have a few things we want to talk about from this poll in particular uh, that are being talked about. And the first thing that jumped out for me was actually the Wilderness Agility course here because i appreciate and i understand the fact that you know there's there's still pvp that goes on here in game but at the same time you have to question you know what's the purpose of the wilderness agility course training wise when you got of course marks of grace out there that is something that can you know be seen as a money maker later on and when you're leveling up the the rooftop agility courses are so much less click intensive what's the What's the reason to go to the Wilderness Agility course? Well, it comes down to XP and a new uh, system that is opt-in that, in Jagex's words, is going to leave you with spending cash and all you need to do is opt-in with 150,000 GP. How do you feel about this?
1: Yeah, I think I skipped a bunch of questions about this because I'm not sure, basically. About this, I wouldn't engage with this
0: regardless. Okay. So, so there's no way of getting you to go do agility in the wilderness.
1: No, no, I don't think so. Uh, okay. No, I I do have a small little confession to make though. Yeah. Um. So I voted for the um. Yeah, that's the question where they basically say that oh uh the wilderness agility course should drop amalized crystals and i was like no i don't want the supply to increase because that means my marks of grace are going to be less profitable and i i voted there with my own self-interested heart against that option and i regret that a little bit now because if you think about it stamina potions are obscenely expensive right yeah now they're obscenely expensive right thought. like they're really powerful but and the question is
0: be. and the question is how many people are actually going to opt into this loot system with the wilderness agility course? should i come to
1: exactly you? like multiple thousands of like gold pieces for like a few minutes of a really good run energy feels a little bit over the top right. so in in hindsight, I wish I had voted in favor of it. I think another source of these crystals to come into the game, it won't be massive, right? But it will maybe push the cost down a little bit, and I think that would actually be a positive thing. Despite the fact that for me personally, it's maybe less good in terms of short term profitability, but in the long term, if it means I can get access easier to, you know, more uh, stamina potions is maybe not a bad thing. So, you know, that. let that be a lesson to all of you. Don't be too short-sighted when you vote on these things. Yeah. Um, and f- vote for what's best for the game, not what's best for you.
0: Right. And, That's, you know, you get a totally different result if you vote, you know, for what you said, you know, you feel is best for you if you're engaged in something versus if you're not engaged for something – but of course, the other way is you know voting for what you feel is best for mm-hmm. the game, and I and I and I think that I, and I think that's an interesting thing to to look at, and I'd I'd like to you know see what some of you know as as is called in in polling the cross tabs look between um, these votes to you know say if somebody voted for these you know three options in this cross section of this poll, and if we compare that. To what their stats look like, how often they engage with the game, how often they engage, you know, with the community features, and where their stats are, what would what would that look like? Mm-hmm. I I, ha- I have to imagine that after you know ten plus years of doing these polls, the OS team has some pretty interesting insights about all this sort of stuff that yeah. we're talking about here. Yeah. So
1: yeah, no, it, exactly, and and like that, that's the I mean they they updated the poll blog, and I think they did right in doing so with you know the fact that there is only a small sub community really engaging with wilderness stuff. There's a serious chance that a bunch of this stuff just be downvoted, right? Yeah. Under the idea of hey, this is death time that doesn't go towards something that interests me. No. Um. That being said, I fi- I think. Jack has just a good point that this is really with long-term health of the game in mind. This is the kind of content that might get some people who like PKing back because it actually makes that content more alive again. And, well, yeah, you know, that's it's exactly... Not, it's it's but, not as if, like, if this gets downvoted, right? It's not as if, like, a few months down the line, they will propose some different wilderness content because... Right. If that's what the game needs, they will keep trying until, until, until something passes. So, you know, if this is good for the game, then then vote for it, right? Yeah, it, and
0: and and like that's what we talked about last week is that they're actually, you know, reaching out and going there to try and get these people back through content, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah. Um, and you know, y- you can mention. Whether or not you're going to engage with the wilderness, whether or not you have it engaged with it and where you land on it. But I'm not going to lie, the thing that, you know, really made me smile about the agility stuff is that, ooh, I could put 150k in and I might, you know, I could maybe see this as a bit of gambling because Jagex says tier one loot, roughly 10,000 GP worth of loot per tap. And then if we go all the way up to tier four, which is sixty-one plus laps, roughly forty thousand GP worth of loot per lap, and so on and so yep. forth. So I see this as you know uh, a way to incentivize risk in the game, and you know maybe dare I say it, even have a bit of a gambling sense to it without resorting uh, to something scummy like a dice game or a flower game. So. yeah look it's not it's not
1: my content right i i'm very risk averse uh and i mean we just talked about my heart crying man that character is not going to do this anytime soon uh <laughs> so you know it's not for me but i can see people who might be willing to do this and i think we should enable them i think that it it's it's only more interesting that way
0: yeah 100 percent, 100 percent on that um Another piece of content that's interesting to me on this is the Fountain of Rune uh, things that are being mentioned in this poll. Because, you know, you look at this and, you know, they say Fountain of Rune came into the game 10 years ago in March 2014. And they do, like you said, this is uh, catering this poll to people who might not be aware of it. They specifically say Fountain of Rune provides unlimited runes to anyone Within sight, which means you can cast any spell you like indefinitely, so long as you don't mind missing out on XP. So, they are aiming with this to increase its utility by allowing players to cast alchemy spells on multiple items at once while at the Fountain of Rune, which will, of course, let players now mow through huge stacks of items like their Slayer loot tab. And they are going to scale this based off of. Uh, the Wilderness Diary tiers, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so.
1: no, I really like this. I think it's it, it's a good way to sink some of these items out of the economy I think in a better way than than we have currently. Um, look, you can sell it to shops as well, of course, but um, that that's more of a pain. And this gives a risky way to just yeah, like they the, they give a really good example in the blog as well, right? Where uh, they talk about the fan of rune, um, where they talk about rune arrows and the the risk. Like you could win five point seven million GP per hour, but you would need to be risking at least two, like almost three million. Yeah, to make this right, so you would need to be successful in not losing anything more than half the time um, for this to be worth it. Uh, And if this really... Like, that's the nice thing. Like, there's a lot of dynamics going on here. If a lot of people start doing that, is start flocking to that. And it becomes much more risky. Uh, Whereas if not a lot of people do it, you know, more... Like, it's sort of... like. If the risk goes down because there's not a lot of PKS, then more people will do it, which means more PKs will show up to make use of that, and it, like the whole thing, will balance itself out automatically. I feel that's the yeah, beauty, exactly. beauty of this entire and, system. And they
0: even then they even gave the economic, you know, uh, explainer behind this, and that they foresee the potential inflation problems of this faster money making loop being counteracted. Mm-hmm by both the increased risk and the demand pull inflation of the yeah. input goods causing profit margins to decrease.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like if if too many people start using like that's it's it's the same for any money maker, right? Like yeah. the moment everybody makes money the same way then that becomes like that's that's the thing that scares me most, right? Like if people find out how easy it is to make money through herbs (laughs) everybody starts farming herbs right but that's that's why money makers tend to be something you actually need to spend some effort towards right like for herb runs to be a, a secure money maker you need to do them multiple times a day and that's You know, a pretty
0: big, and and you do need to have some requirements behind them too, because otherwise, you know, you know, you're going to have four patches. You're not going to have the magic secretaries. You're not going to have a bottomless bucket and all the upgrades for it. It's something you build up to over time, and that's and that's what you know effectively. And it's 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 the same with PVM. It's the same with PVM drops,
1: right? Like you need to learn the, the, the 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 bosses you're doing, the mechanics, and do them efficiently so that you don't spend a lot of resources you don't need to spend and like it's 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 I think RuneScape I mean, is a beautiful economy simulator in that respect. One of the better ones out there. Yeah. Because it is. it's so varied uh-huh. in the things you can do.
0: Like to, to give to give folks an idea on this, the website RSBNB, our website has uh, economic data going back to when the GE was first established and it started tracking prices, and people, you know, were aware of this. We we've, we've, we've shared data with the RS Wiki before on that, and I think people understand that you know the RS Wiki uses it for calculation and historical purposes. But more than once, we've actually had people come to us and say, "Hey, could we get a copy of your Grand Exchange price data for you know maybe?" random items or maybe all the items because I'm actually writing an, an economics master's thesis on RuneScape. That's actually happened Mm -hmm. more than once, believe it or not. So just to go to that idea that RuneScape is an economic simulator. Mm -hmm. So what, what happens in game does have its uh, economic consequences. And at the end of the day, I think it's clear that the people inside Jagex working on the game uh, know what they 're doing with this, and they would, really wouldn 't you know lean too 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 hard into something that's uh that 's dangerous but those were my two items on the poll um what what stands out to you that
1: that i mean I think the chivalry I wanted now. to men- mention that I think it's great um you know having that to be like a different source of that to come into the game. I think the reasoning behind it is super solid um, yeah and know, it's not like, because you could you, you could King- make an
0: like you could make an argument. That you choose not to have 65 defense for the King's Ransom uh, night wave challenges, right? You could make an mm-hmm. argument that you choose not to have that, therefore you don't get the prayers. But at the same time, as we talked about, we didn't get ruinous powers with Desert Treasure 2. So where does that leave somebody, you know, who, who wants prayers beyond that? This is the option for that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And look, if you do it this way, you still don't get piety, which is better. Right, It's strictly better. So it's not like it completely negates that piece of content, but yeah. What I find interesting as well is that they're looking at rebalancing it. Um, So um, there was the one option that made it a little bit more focused on accuracy rather than defense. Mm -hmm. um, That's the one I voted for by the way, which I think you know yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, um, I, I, I 100% agree on that because accuracy is the bane of the combat system and anything named RuneScape.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, they say so here, right? Um, players in the 60 to 69 prayer space are usually fighting NPCs whose damage can be mitigated and tired by protection prayers. So defense isn't all that useful. I agree, right? Like,. The 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 thing I am optimizing for in my current combat range, and I just went from sixty to seventy prayer, so I'm right in the center of this 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 target audience. Is I want to optimize for doing kills faster, so I take less damage during the kills. So for me, pushing that accuracy bonus would actually be really helpful.
0: Yeah, hundred percent agree on that. And like I mentioned. Everybody always, you know, is, is attracted to big numbers, I think. I think that's a natural thing. But at the same time, if your accuracy is making it so that you hit a ton of zeros, as our, you know, favorite uh, OSRS DPS calculator on the RS Wiki shows, you're not going to have much fun. hmm Exactly. So, um, I I hope this one goes this way, and uh, I I think we everybody would benefit from that along the way who who uses really not just wilderness people despite the fact that this is a, a wilderness mm-hmm. um poll So mm-hmm. uh Adam and Seeds, blip blocking, anything else?
1: No, I mean I I voted against blip blocking also mitigating the one for Abyssal Demons, I think.
0: Yeah, that's a Sorry. Yeah, that, it, that, it, it, it's that's such it. a
1: it's such a it's such a yeah I don't know. It feels weird to get rid of it, but it's I, an I it, it was away.
0: the iconic feature of those of those mobs when they when they exactly, launched exactly so um Adam and C, it's obviously just that but I, I just found that hilarious when I read that because I am not a PvP or so I have no idea about you know that such a thing was uh even asked for with that, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna laugh when I see what the result is for that either way so hmm okie dokie. We do have actual uh game updates this week uh in the form of uh in the form of an art post uh is celebrating Defender of Iraq. Um which one of these uh did did you uh did you most like in terms of in terms of the concept arts uh, shown?
1: Oh definitely the zombies. Uh you know, there's the one zombie that has the helm on backwards. Uh and I noticed this in the game and I was like, this is this is so funny. Like that to me the fact that they went out of their way to give these zombies sort of slightly different, uh, uh, graphics. I really enjoyed.
0: Um, yeah. And they fit, and and, and they fit with the tone too. I think, uh, zombie Axe one is good. And, uh, we mentioned that Arav also has, has the ax now and not the sword.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think, I think it, it, it all fits very well within the old school style, and I think it's a a nice little upgrade over, over what we used to have.
0: Um, yeah, in RS3. indeed. And uh, we didn't mention this last week on the podcast, but OS turned eleven last week. Yeah, time <laughs> flies. I'm not going to go into on this episode what I was feeling eleven years ago. <laughs> this is not on this episode maybe at some point in the future but but my reaction right now listeners uh, who have been with us since the beginning will know what it was back then but for everybody else I have done uh, probably a complete 180 on old school at this point
2: that's where I was
0: yeah yeah I think that's a good way to summarize it. Yep, and you know, for for more reasons than one, I'll just say and, uh, that gets into the whole meta thing of everything Jagex at that point.
1: But mm-hmm. yeah, I just loved Prayer Pop guy. Which one was one that? Cos- cosplay images, Prayer Pop oh. guy. It it's so well done. It's so original. Oh yeah. Love it.
0: How do you do yeah. that one in
1: real life? You wear a teal... Yeah, well, okay. You're you you going to have some trouble making your upper body transparent, I think.
0: You know why I ask, though?
1: I do know why you ask. Because yeah. the,
0: because the place where everybody goes RuneScape cosplaying is coming back in September. RuneFest, mm. 7th and 8th of September. In Birmingham this year. UK, not Alabama. I had to correct folks in the Discord uh, oh my God. earlier this week. Hey, the, we, the OG Birmingham. Come on guys. Yeah, we we have a huge contingent from the Midwest and the South in the Discord. So, that explains that. But mm. uh RuneFest uh with uh uh prayer cosplay guy. Uh, I hope to I hope to see that person there winning something. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Oh god, I'm I'm just signing myself up to do do cosplay as a prayer vial now, aren't I? If I go. Uh, uh... <laughs> No, no, no. Um, but Birmingham at the NEC, uh, new venue for Jagex. They haven't been there. Last time was 2019, Farmborough. Uh, you've been to multiple. Where
2: are you at with this?
1: Uh, a healthy dose of skepticism. Um, look, I I I went to the Battersea Evolution one uh, once. I think that was 2017 and as crowded and as c- crowded and somewhat claustrophobic as it was it 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 felt tight in a sense right like it felt it felt contained it felt nice was that the one
0: with the outside section yeah yeah yeah
1: okay yeah yeah they had like a tent for like the 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 land party and the, the the second stage so you know they were definitely limited in space um in that venue. Farnver, I don't like as much, didn't like as much, right? Like especially the first year, I think the, 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 that one felt very
0: convention-y.
1: Yeah, well, the event didn't scale well with the size of the venue, I feel. Um, okay. It, it just, it, it like everything was a little bit far apart and they, they had gotten rid of the skill Chips, which another thing
0: I didn't like. Which those so, came like, back in 2019, though, right? Which did come back in 2019. Yeah, and yeah. and Mark Sween and Doom were on a stream, and they very much did talk about you know the skill chips on that. So those will be there yeah. this year. And I, I yeah, feel like the so- thing that that those folks were really trying to convey in their messaging was that we're going to try and make this feel like the Rune fest everyone knows.
1: Yeah. Like that that's and and it's a little bit my concern, right? Like on the one hand, it's 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 nice that we get like a venue that you can actually reach uh and like Farnborough, which is in the middle of bloody nowhere. Um Hey, there is an
0: airport uh, there. The the RuneScape players an with private there. jets yeah, so can fly in.
1: Yeah, if you have a private jet exactly, you could just step out on the doorstep, but that was about it. Um so that was not nice. So that's good, but I'm a little bit, you know, it's part of a different event So the question is, how much of its own identity does it retain? Right? Yeah. Like how much is it just another thing in like one big hall in
0: the corner? Yeah. Of and and see, I looked up a map of the NEC in Birmingham. I don't know if you mm-hmm. you've uh, had the opportunity. No, I haven't.
1: That's really clever of to you to do actually. this
0: yet. And the 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 thing about that is that there's a dozen halls mm-hmm. in this venue. Of different sizes, mm-hmm. so the question is, where is Runefest going to be? How many halls does Jagex have? How many halls does NEC have? Or sorry, does uh, does Insomnia? Insomnia, have? Have. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, with that, it really is going to you know tell us. Well, they're splitting it over two days. You know, day one is going to be the traditional Runefest stuff. Day two is going to be panels and community. Does that mean that everything's kind of going to be, you know, at one hull and more uh, cozy? I guess would be a way to put it. As as you know, as you were saying, it was yeah. at Battersea and whatnot, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um. But the the thing that is also immediately apparent with the NEC is that it's right next to the Birmingham Airport. There's a train that goes there. There's transit. So if you yeah. you know go out and explore to the rest of the city, that's an option as well.
1: Hmm. So, yeah, and no, and... exactly. We'll see. I, I do like that they switch. Like, I've always said I kind of wanted two separate days for RuneFest. I always felt that you know, if you went to all the talks, like all the keynote talks, right, uh,
0: on the day off, you missed, you the, no you missed the deep dive missed... panels, yeah.
1: Well, you missed the deep dive panels, but you also missed the floor experience. So, you know, it always felt like you had to make too many choices. Um, like. Because there's like the event's like eight hours long, I think, or six hours. Let's say eight hours.
2: Um, from like.
0: What like was, what was it like?
1: 10, 10 right until. Or 11 to six, yeah, 10 to 6. Right? Like yeah. I said, 10 to 6. So that's eight hours, right? You have the two keynotes you want to go to. Uh, that's two hours. You probably have like a lore deep dive or some other thing you want to go into. And then, you know, there's so many things.
0: You want to go see um, your favorite Golden Gnome recipients?
1: Yeah, you might want to go to the cosplay parade. That's always a big thing. So like, if you add all of that up, and you also want to do all the skill activities, and you want to playtest archaeology or whatever it was last time right like if you add all of that up you don't really have enough time so I kind of like the idea that you know some people come there for the keynotes some people come there for a the community and now both of them have like a day on the floor they can spend just on the floor as well doing activities and and, and chatting to people so I think it will take some of the rush out of it so that's a positive change I think but
0: you know, I hadn't thought about it that way, uh, on that, and you know, it's probably a, a, a good reason uh, for them to be doing that. So, I mean, you, um, know, you remember
1: the queue over in to hand in or cards for like, yeah. what? I don't even know what it was anymore, right? Like, but
0: it was something yeah. anacronia themed, wasn't it? Or no, what the uh, feminist themed? Yeah, Fremnic-themed.
1: Yeah. No, we got pictures. That's what we got. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know uh, uh but Mark also I says see- the
0: food situation will be better,
1: okay, I don't remember that being particularly bad, but also i I'm used to convention food. I just don't expect like lowest expectations possible, yeah, yeah, but but, look, we'll see, I will be going probably because a bunch of people I know and I like are going there, and it's it's really not that far out for me, um. And if the event itself ends up being a little bit disappointing, we'll see then. Well,
0: then there's always Uh, stuff to do on the side, right? Exactly. So we'll see. We'll see. Sounds good. And of course, you know, very early days still on this. The tickets don't go on sale until the 27th of March. So still lots of time to think about it. Lots of time to, you know, make the plans and whatnot. And, you know, being a bigger city, the hotels won't sell out in one day as they did uh, in Mm -hmm. Barnborough. But... I believe that's it for the, the, the program this week. I don't think I have anything else left to say. I feel like we took the listeners on a wild journey, starting, starting with agility, my agility, your version of agility, then Iron Man, and, you know, capping it all off with the prospect of a RuneScape meetup at RuneFest. And I think that's probably a good place to end the show unless you have anything else nope sounds good to me alright uh, subscribe to the podcast folks update.show slash os we on all the podcast listeners out there we're on Apple Spotify, Pocket Casts and of course YouTube as well youtube.com uh, slash OSRS show. with that being said we'll be back next week for another episode of the Old School RuneScape Update see you then everyone take care bye bye